Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Big Love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gift of new life, and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed, come let us adore him, Alleluia. A reading from the Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 16, through chapter 5, verse 8. The righteous who have died will condemn the ungodly who are living, and youth that is quickly perfected will condemn the prolonged old age of the unrighteous. For they will see the end of the wise, and will not understand what the Lord purposed for them, and for what he kept them safe. The unrighteous will see and will have contempt for them, but the Lord will laugh them to scorn. After this they will become dishonored corpses, and an outrage among the dead forever, because he will dash them speechless to the ground, and shake them from the foundations. They will be left utterly dry and barren, and they will suffer anguish, and the memory of them will perish. They will come with dread when their sins are reckoned up, and their lawless deeds will convict them to their face. Then the righteous will stand with great confidence in the presence of those who have oppressed them, and those who make light of their labors. When the unrighteous see them, they will be shaken with dreadful fear, and they will be amazed at the unexpected salvation of the righteous." They will speak to one another in repentance, and in anguish of spirit they will groan and say, These are persons whom we once held in derision and made a byword of reproach, fools that we were. We thought that their lives were madness, and that their end was without honor. Why have they been numbered among the children of God, and why is their lot among the saints? So it was we who strayed from the way of truth, and the light of righteousness did not shine on us and the sun did not rise upon us. We took our fill of the paths of lawlessness and destruction, and we journeyed through trackless deserts. But the way of the Lord we have not known. What has our arrogance profited us, and what good has our boasted wealth brought us? Here ends the reading. This may seem like a strange reading for Easter season, In a time when we are focusing on the big love of God and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, why are we reading an apocryphal Hebrew passage about the unrighteous getting their comeuppance on the last day? Let me provide a bit of background about the wisdom of Solomon and consider what the author is trying to accomplish. With that context in hand, we might better understand how this reading is useful for Christians, even at Easter time. The Wisdom of Solomon was written in the first century BCE by Jews in Alexandria who were providing a defense of Judaism at a time when many were turning to pagan gods or no gods at all. In this apocryphal book, which is considered useful in the Episcopal Church but not canonical, wisdom is personified in the feminine, showing how Jewish thought and practice are more life-giving than the alternative. Jesus and his followers would have been deeply shaped by these writings, and in fact, we find stories in the Gospels that resemble wisdom writings of the time. In this particular passage, the writer is trying to make sense of why bad things happen to good people, and why bad people seem to profit from their bad behavior. This is a prevailing concern across time and religion. Why don't people get what they deserve? In today's passage, the writer suggests that there is life beyond this life, 
when the children of God will be exalted and the wicked will be diminished. On this final day, those who faithfully followed God's commands will be in positions of authority, while those who disobeyed God's purposes will regret their selfishness and disobedience. The writer is reassuring the faithful that while they may suffer in this life, they are ultimately secure in the favor and presence of God. This is an important message for our own day. We see daily examples of violence, oppression, and cruelty. Whether it be invasions of sovereign nations by world powers or the slaughter of innocents in our schools, our consciences cry out for safety and justice for the least of these. On some level, we need to know that those who are harmed by human sin will rest secure in the loving arms of God. In fact, that's the message of the cross. Jesus' body was destroyed by human pride and arrogance, but the love of God liberated him from the effects of sin and elevated him to the right hand of God, a position of judgment and power. In the same way, those who are faithful to the purposes of God can trust that their lives will be redeemed by the resurrected Christ and that they will ultimately rest secure in the presence of a just and loving God. In the meantime, we would be wise to structure our lives in the light of this heavenly reality, rather than waiting until after death for everything to be sorted out. God has revealed God's self to us in the person of Jesus Christ, and we have everything we need right now to live lives of trust and grace. When we invite the justice and mercy of God into our present-day reality, how much more will we recognize God as our friend and not a stranger on that great and glorious day? Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, whose Son Jesus is the Good Shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name, and follow where he leads, who with you in the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.